Good evening and hope you had an awesome day. So first of all, thank you for all the wonderful anniversary wishes. We really appreciate it. Can't believe it's 21 years and counting, but definitely looking forward to the rest of the journey. However, that pales in comparison to the occasion that had us hosting a socially distanced celebration in our backyard last night for the 50th anniversary of my in-laws. Now, so as you might remember from episode 169 for Father's Day, at some of these milestone events, we apparently like to play games to make it more fun and personal and meaningful, like the five things questions on Father's Day that I spoke about on that episode, which literally had me in tears, or Jeopardy at my daughter's graduation celebration. And so last night, one of my daughters ran a version of the newlywed game for the couples, my in-laws, Shira and me, and the siblings and their spouses, both in person and those who are on Zoom. For those who aren't familiar with that game, basically it goes like this. One spouse is asked questions that he or she should know about their spouse, like what's their favorite place to vacation or where would their spouse say they went on their first date. Then the other partner comes out to answer the same questions to see if their spouse got it right and if they agree or if they got it wrong and then sometimes they fight a little bit. Anyhow, over 20 questions were asked, but one of them really stuck out for me. One of the questions that was thrown out was, what would your husband say is his greatest fear? Instantly, all of my kids and my wife said, oh, that's an easy one. But I was stumped, as there might be things that I'm not fond of, but I couldn't think of anything that I'm actually afraid of. At the same time, it seemed that my entire family was certain that the answer was obvious. This one was tough and actually confusing. As the other couple shared their answers, one partner said dogs, another one said heights, and so it went on. And none of these things really I can relate to. True, I'm not a dog lover, sorry to those out there who are, but I wouldn't call it my greatest fear. And then finally at the end, as it came to my turn, I took a deep breath and said, you know what, I don't know. To be honest, the only thing I'm really scared of is not fulfilling my potential. And sure enough, my wife turned around the paper with those exact words as all my kids said, of course, that was easy. It was such an interesting moment. One, because I was happy that my kids know that what drives me the most is the fear of not fulfilling my potential. But also at the same time, it reminded me of one of my favorite Hasidic stories. The story is told of Reb Zusha, who was laying on his deathbed, surrounded by his disciples. He was crying uncontrollably and no one could comfort him. Until finally one student asked him, Rebbe, why do you cry? You're Reb Zusha. You lived a great life and surely you have so much to show for it when you go up to heaven. To which Reb Zusha replied, listen, I'll tell you. When I pass from this world and appear before the heavenly tribunal, I'm not scared that they will ask me, Zusha, why weren't you as great as Moses? For that, I'll simply answer, you didn't give me the leadership qualities of Moses. Nor am I scared that they'll ask me, Zusha, why weren't you as great as Abraham? For that, I can simply answer because he didn't give me the qualities of Abraham. But what I am scared of is when I'm asked, Zusha, why weren't you as great as Zusha? For that, I'll have no answer. See, at the end of the day, that is what our time on this earth boils down to. As we continue our preparation journey intended to inspire our Rosh Hashanah, what an awesome message to keep in mind. It isn't a day of judgment to be afraid of what we're doing wrong. The real fear that we should have is, am I living up to my potential? How would I compare to the best version of myself if I had the courage and commitment to become it? That, my friends, is what Rosh Hashanah and the New Year is really all about. Am I, fill in the blank, your name, becoming what I, fill in the blank, could really be. Life is simply about living up 
to who we could be. How appropriate that tonight's podcast is also being generously sponsored by a young man, a good friend, a great husband and father who's commemorating the second yurtzeit of his mother, Gittel, which means good in Yiddish. As they say in Hebrew, Kishma Kain He, like her name, so was she. Aside from having met her a few times, the last time being at her son's wedding, how do I know she was good? Because her son, and in fact, all three of her children that she raised, and I don't say this casually, truly are motivated in life to be their best Jewish potential. So clearly she did a gitta job, a great job. When a person tells you that my mother would simply be proud that we chose to spread more Jewish learning in her memory, I am confident that it isn't just the learning and sponsorship that is a merit to her neshama, but the life that her children and their families live is the greatest merit to her neshama and a testament that Gittel did a Gitta job, living up to her potential and mission as well. And on that note, wishing her neshama and aliyah from our striving to be the Zushas we are meant to be, and wishing you a wonderful night, and I look forward to seeing you all tomorrow.